Romans, Romans 13. And I, was, I guess what I was thinking about there is he was talking about the congregation being older in that letter that he wrote to everybody. Um, and we're, we're getting there. Aunt Nina, you just turned what? Well, and you're, you're okay with saying that because I heard you say it earlier or I wouldn't have said anything. But, um, but yeah, 69. Yeah, I told Teresa just this week. So JT and Sister Betty, y'all, y'all are 80, 83, 84. I told Teresa, I said, uh, if we make it that long as, as Brother JT and Sister Betty, I said, we, we got about 30 more years to go. <laughs> at least, at least. So goes by quick. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to that because that means I'm going to be in heaven. <laughs> and all of this will be, be over and done with. So, all right, Romans chapter 13. We've, we've embarked upon the uh, 7th through the 10th verse. So let's, let's read that this morning. Um, Render to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor, owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it's not that Paul's forgotten the rest of them. He's just talking about any other commandment. It is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. We've already said that we're not dependent upon man as far as the message is concerned. So uh, I would would invoke... Uh, prayer this morning, you know, for us. And we know we don't hear of our own accord. It's not a natural uh, phenomenon. We know the Lord speaks unto us, and, and we pray the Lord speak to us this morning. So, Brother Donnie, would you pray for me, pray for us all, that we might uh, be able to hear, I might be able to speak. Yes. Right. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> I don't. 
I don't take this lightly. The thing that, that the Lord's called me to do, you don't take it lightly. The thing the Lord's called you to do. Um, and I appreciate, you know, your prayers. I, I hear I hear in the prayers that are offered, uh, prayers for for me that I, during the week, might have time. You know, this morning I've heard it uh, twice already, um, and that the Lord might bless. I've, I've honed this morning's uh, message as, as much as the Lord's permitted me to hone it. But I, I tell you, Brother JT, I'd probably work on it as long as I could if the Lord didn't say, okay, it's time for you to get up and go. Um, you know, so... So uh, we spoke last week upon the subject of owing. Owe no man. That was really our subject last week. As much as it's possible, you know, just don't get into debt. Um, It it, it harkens back in my mind, as much as it's possible to you, be at peace with all men. I may have already mentioned that, but if I didn't, as much as it's possible, stay out of debt. You know, Uh, it's not always going to be possible. As much as possible, stay out of it. But when you think about it from the standpoint of debt, that's a debt if we do go into debt. If Brother JT bought a brand new tractor, which Sister Betty's probably saying, oh, please no. You know, <laughs> let's not get one now. You know? But if he bought a brand new tractor and he's making payments on it, eventually he'd be able to pay that off, right? We buy a car, a house, you know, those things, we can, we can eventually pay them off. Um, I, I know that my mother-in-law is so glad to be out from under you know, the house note that she had, uh, and how the Lord, you know, we, 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 we worked and we wondered, and we worked and we wondered, and the Lord finally uh, sent somebody along, and, and uh, you know, they, they purchased it, and, and uh, you know, you, you, at some point when you're in those situations, you think this is never going to happen, but it happens in the Lord's time. Sister Delina was talking about that back there in the kitchen between services. It happens in the Lord's time. Um, the Lord's in control of all those things, and they, they work together, you know, for our good. We understand that, but we can pay those things off. But the next part, after we get past, oh, no man, anything, but what? To love. Um, so that part, but to love one another, you're not going to pay that off. There's a last payment on a car note. It's a lot longer than it used to be. I think maybe they've gotten up to eight years now uh, on, on vehicles because they cost so much. Um, go ahead and shut it real hard, sister, so we know you're here. Because <laughs> then we can say, oh, look, it's Sister Carolyn. We're so glad she's able to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so owe no man anything but to love one another. That's a debt that we owe that we are not going to complete. I mean, you think, tell me, are we going to love one another in heaven? Sure, we're still going to be loving one another in heaven. Um, but, you know, this, this debt is something that we owe and we're going to continue to pay. Um, we're we're, we're going to work. You know, love works no ill towards its neighbor, so we're not working ill, but we are working good. And so those good works are, are going to be continuing as long as we're on you know, this earth towards those that are outside. It'll continue even in heaven towards one another. Um, and unto God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. But you understand what I'm saying. We're not going to pay you know, that debt off in this life. Uh, the love that we owe <clears throat> unto one another, this is a, a debt that, that God has has, has brought us into. We are indebted unto him. We are indebted unto one another. Um, so it is a debt that is unavoidable. You could avoid, uh, Sister Carolyn, since she walked in, you know, here, and then I see her and I think about it, and you, you, you've got a truck that you have avoided buying a new one and, and tried to keep it going, you know, for I don't know how many miles you got on it now, but, but a lot. Um, and so, you know, she's avoided that debt, but this is a debt that you cannot avoid, this love that we owe unto one another. Uh, unto our neighbor, actually, is the word that's used here, and does that bring anything to mind? I mean, you think about the word neighbor, you think about a debt that we owe of love. Um, does that bring any verses of Scripture to mind, any passages to mind when you think about that? 
Uh, was there a question in regards to a neighbor in Scripture? Wasn't there a lawyer, a certain lawyer that came before the Lord and, and he's asking about these things? And, and the Lord asks him. And doesn't the Lord do that often? He answers a question with a question, doesn't he? Um, you know, what's, and what's the chief commandment? You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. And, uh, well, who's my neighbor? You know, that's the question that's, that's asked. And so, anybody know what happens next and what the Lord says? Do you remember? The story the Lord tells, I'll give you that. Somebody did something for somebody, I'll tell you that. That's not a lot, is it? Let me tell you that. Good Samaritan, yes. So we have, I think the word good, we've added, you know, that it's just a Samaritan, you know, but that's, I know, it's in my mind too. In fact, I was thinking about these things in the first, when I was thinking about the Samaritan, the word good, and I'm like, wait a second, that's not in the text, really. Uh, it's something that's, he did a good thing, so he was a good Samaritan compared to other Samaritans. He did something good. Um, so who, who are the other players that are in that story? Who's the person in trouble? There was a man. That he, where'd he come from? He came from Jerusalem. Where was he going? He's going to Jericho. And he fell among thieves. Yes. <laughs> he fell among thieves. And uh, how'd they leave him? They left him beaten, naked, and what? Half what? Half dead, half dead. Who came along next after the thieves had their fun with the, with the man from Jerusalem? Hmm? Who came by next? A priest. Close. Could be some Pharisaical priest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a priest comes by. What does he do? Just keeps on going. There's another song, Walk On By. You know. Now that's in your head. Um, so who's next what does the priest do the priest is in the temple he's offering sacrifices that's his that's his uh, job and who else is there in the temple besides the priests who comes next you had to be 30 years old before you could be one enter into the service the Levite and they were they were busy about the temple doing you know the, the duties they had to do part of that was even singing hymns, you know, so um, he comes by, he passes the man that's half dead, and then you have the Samaritan, yes, can you, can you see the wisdom in the Lord laying these things out the way that he does, because this man's asking what question, who is my neighbor, and our Lord answered the question with the story of this Samaritan, what do we know about Samaritans and Jews? They didn't get along. Jews, Jews thought they were half-breeds, that they were not, not you know, worthy of, of, of anything. Uh, they would even go around their town, right? They wouldn't go through. And, and what does that make you think of? What did the Lord say that he must do? I must needs go through Samaria. Um, the Lord went there, and there was a woman by the well, wasn't there? But... A Samaritan was a person that was avoided. So you have this man that, was, that fell among thieves that the priest avoided. And you have this man that fell among thieves that the Levite avoided. And he was one, assumingly from the, what we know about him, they went from Jerusalem to Jericho. He's from Jerusalem. He didn't live in Samaria, you know. And yet those that were of his own people went around him. Just like the Jew would go around Samaria. But yet the one who didn't go around him was the Samaritan. And so here's the Samaritan who finds this man half dead. And we know, you know what happens next. He puts him on his own animal. You know, after he dresses his wounds, takes him to an inn, uh, pays for his stay you know, there. And the amount of time that he thinks that it might take him to recuperate. And even tells the man, the innkeeper says, if, I, if, if he needs anything else, you give it to him. When I come back, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. So who's your neighbor? You know, doesn't that illustrate? Because really when somebody asks that question, what are they after? Who can I not be a neighbor to? You know, who do I have to be a neighbor to? 
Who is it required for me to be a neighbor to? Is it just the person that lives on the other side of this fence right here? You know, and the one that lives on that side of that fence over there and the one back here? You know, that's, that's the neighbors. That's the ones, you know. Or is it just the people in the church? You know, are those the ones that I'm to be neighborly to? Or who all does it encompass, Lord? Who all do I have to be a neighbor to? And so I think the Lord answers that question. I mean, there's, 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 uh, can we exclude, you know, anyone? I, I, you know, it pretty encompasses pretty much everybody, doesn't it? Um, and the Lord goes on to say, you've heard that it's been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. <laughs> but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Guess what? That's a neighbor. What? Who's a neighbor? Person that persecutes you. That's a neighbor. Person that curses you. That's a neighbor. Person that despitefully uses you. That's a neighbor. You know, these are all neighbors. Um, So we are to love our neighbor. Um, That helps us to, to see who the object of our love is. I mean, when you think about it, we were, you, th- you think about some of the people that we're being called to be a neighbor unto and we're, some of the people we're called to love, these are some of the same sort of people that we were, right? The Lord's forgiven us, we are to forgive. The Lord's been merciful to us, we are to be merciful. Um, we once were these people, such were some of you. We've already, you know, kind of thought about that this morning in our earlier time together. You think about that laundry list of all sorts of people, and Paul says, such were some of you. Uh, We were at enmity with God. Brother JT brought that before us this morning. We were enemies of God. We were haters of God. Um, we, We weren't concerned about God's word. We weren't concerned about God's law. We weren't concerned about... Christ and, and, and him having died upon the cross, you know, uh, to any real effect. I mean, we may have said, yeah, I believe there's a God, uh, but it wouldn't have really gone any further than that. We were drinking in iniquity like water. And yet, while we were ungodly, what does the scripture say? Christ died for us. Um, so there's our example, right? Um, you know, in our Lord. And when we see that, we don't have to go just there, though. We know that God sends the rain upon the just and the unjust. He sends the sun upon the just and the unjust. And he's called us to be like him and to show the same sort of love that he has shown. He shows unto the world every day. And we talked about that earlier, the judgment that's heaped onto men every day because they do not give thanks to God for all that God has given. Um, But, you know, here, here we are. These are the people. These are the people that we are called to show love unto our Lord says in John thirteen thirty four, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. Wow. There's a standard, right? That we love one another as Christ has loved us. Uh, well, we've already kind of reflected upon that, haven't we? When we talked about the type of people we were before and, and what we were wild, you know, Christ died for us, you know. So uh, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. And then you couple that with a passage like Galatians 6 2, where it says, Bear ye one another's burden. Not just burden, but burdens. We have more than one, don't we? Bear ye one another's burdens, and can you finish it? And so fulfill. What? So what's what's another word that's in what we're reading here? You know, we've got we've got um the fact that we are to love one another, but then we get just not even out of verse number eight. He that loveth another hath fulfilled what? The law. So Galatians 6, 2 says, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So fulfill the law of Christ. What's he called us unto? Loving one another. And if we fulfill that, then we fulfill the law. Uh, because Love's not going to work ill towards his neighbor, right? So he commands this love of us. Now, we've, we've already touched on this this morning. Brother JT brought up natural love. There's natural love. And then we talked about, and Donnie answered and said, the love that we've been given is a supernatural love. So here we have this love that has been given to us, this love that's been shed abroad in our hearts. This love 
that we have been called to show. And this, this, is, this is agape type love, right? So this is love that is not... So if I show love to Donnie, do I need to expect anything in return? That's, that's, that's not characteristic of the love that I'm showing. That, that's, not, that's not something that I should require in the love that I'm showing. If I do, then I become like the Pharisees. They show love one to another because of what they get you know, out of each other. Uh, what, 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 they can, what they can get out of a situation. You know, what, what kind of mileage can I get out of this uh, sort of thing. But for us, you know, it's, it's, it's not that. It's not that. The love that's been shed abroad in our hearts is the same sort of love that's been shown to us that while we were ungodly, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Uh, this type of forgiveness that's been shown unto us and this mercy that's been shown unto us and this grace that's been shown unto us, not because of anything that we've done, but because of what Christ has done. And so we show this love unto others. It's, it's not because of anything that we've done, but because, of, again, what Christ has done, what Christ has done within us, are we able to show this love unto others? Who wants to love their enemy but the Christian? Who wants to do that? The world doesn't want to do that. The world would rather sit over here with an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, you know. Uh, but the love that's been shed abroad in our hearts is a love that's beyond the natural. It's a love that is supernatural. It's a love that's been born from above. And to use what Brother Donnie was praying earlier about God's word not returning to him void, it shall not return to him void. So this love that God has shed abroad in our hearts, this love that God has given, this love that God has not only given, but this love that God has commanded us to show unto one another, it's not going to return to him void either. He sent it. God sent this love into JT's heart to accomplish something, and it will. It will accomplish it. It's not only going to be accomplished in his own life, but it's going to be accomplished in the lives of others around him, whether it be very near, like Sister Betty, or it be a neighbor whether that be across the fence or it be someone who lives in love lady that doesn't like him. And somebody might say, well, how could somebody not like JT? Well, the Lord's told us how. Don't, don't marvel if they hate you. Why do they hate you? Well, you're light and you're uncovering darkness and they don't like it. They don't like it. They see Christ in you. They see, they see the holiness of God, you know, exhibited there and and like we were talking about before about you know brother johnny when he was converted and he goes back to work and he's you know he's not what he was before and they hate that they hate that his deeds are righteous they hate that he is holy they hate that he no longer curses they hate that he doesn't you know and and he'll tell you to this day he said there's that part of him inside that wants to just you know do that and 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 lay into him but but um you know what restrains that it's the love of God. That's not me. That's the flesh. That's not who I. That's not what God's done. Um, that, that, that this work that God's done within me is to show love unto that person. So, yes, we are at liberty to show such love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, if you had told me to do that, I would say, "You're asking a lot." You know, you want me to do what? You want me to go and tell that person I forgive them? You know what they did to me? You know what they said about my wife and my kids? And you want me to go and tell them that I forgive them? Uh, You're just asking too much, Brother JT. No, I'm asking, Brother Russell, exactly what Scripture asks of you as a Christian, if indeed you are one. The love of God's been shed abroad in your heart. And this is a love that you've been commanded to show. And it's not a grievous thing to you if you're the Lord's. You know, it's something that you desire to do. And when I don't do it, that's, I'm grieved. Boy, I'm, I grieve when I don't. Um, and it's a, it's a commandment, not, you didn't ask you to do that. It's a command. Yes. Yes. Then you went to Galatians 6. Mm-hmm. But you left and you quit. Quit too short. Yes, yes. My my worth is not. I think about that hymn. My worth is not in what I own. You know, it's it's in the cross of Christ. Um, you know, so yeah, we we understand. 
there is approving. You know, there was a time. Go ahead, brother. Be not judged. Yeah, there was a time whenever if I went to Brother Wiseman and he had a couple of mules and he told me some stories about some mules and some people that wanted those mules because of the kind of mules they were. But somebody had some mules didn't have tractors back then. They had mules and plows and, and uh, you had to G and haul and all that kind of stuff. But I've, I, I, I've heard of those things. I don't really know anything about them. But I've had, you know, my grandfather did those things. And I've heard from those things from him. But there was a time when people would test and prove. Uh, well, I'm going to see. I mean, we, we, we still do that today, don't we? You go buy a car, what do you do? Test drive. Do a test drive. Right. So people would test out, you know, those. And so we here the Lord puts us in situations to prove, right? I mean, there, that's, that's being proved within us. That's being shown within us unto those around us. And they see what, according to Luke chapter 3, they see the salvation of God being manifest, you know, in each and every one of us as his people. Do we always do it perfectly? No. When we don't, like I said, we are grieved by that. And we say, Lord, I, I didn't do that right. Um, I want to do that right. Uh, I want to make that right. And that might be the very thing that is the thing that just astonishes them the most and they were astonished to begin with that you said anything about it but then you felt like i didn't do that right i didn't do that better i'm going to go back and and uh take another uh, you know stab at that and um they're like what kind of person are you 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 just you're 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 you confuse me uh, you you said you were sorry you know but now you feel like you didn't say you were sorry right and so you're going to come back and and you feel like you need to do it right you know what kind of person are you well, there's an opportunity, isn't there, to be able to tell them the reason why. You know, why did you come back? Well, this is why I came back. The Lord just really convicted me that I didn't do this right, and I need to do it the right way. And so here I am uh, to, to, to try the best I can uh, to make things right in this situation and show the love towards, you know, you that, that, that God's called me, you know, to show. But it's a love that we've been drawn by. It's the love that bought us. It's 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 a love that that redeemed us from sin and darkness, a love that's that's brought us to know God and to love him and to show that love unto others. Um, I mean, it's 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 reached down into the depths of our very beings and it has completely changed us. Um, So we know that we love and we've already said it today. We know that we love because. God first loved us. If he hadn't loved us and shed this love abroad, we would not know. If we had not had this love born from above, we would not be able to show it. We would not be able to, to, to do this. We'd not be able to love our enemies um, the way that we see the Samaritan loving this man who would have regarded him as an enemy, uh, would, have, would, have, would have indeed passed by him. Uh, you're a Samaritan. Uh, you got what you deserved. You know, you're where you ought to be, right there in the ditch. You know, uh, beaten, half dead, uh, naked. You know, I'm not doing anything for you. Um, you know, so that would be our attitude towards people. Maybe it wouldn't be to that degree. You know, I don't know. Um, but um, it wouldn't be this that we're called, you know, unto. Uh, we would be concerned, you know, apart from the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts, we'd be concerned with just a letter of the law, like the Pharisee. You know, if I can just, so what do I have to do? Okay, I have to do this. Okay, I'll do that. But I don't have to do that, do I? You know, and, and you just go as far as you have to go, as far as their thinking, you know, is concerned. They're concerned about the letter of the law. What about the spirit, you know, of the law? What about pleasing God? Uh, what about doing that which glorifies, you know, him? Um, you know, we're, we're concerned about this love being fulfilled in us and being fulfilled in the lives, you know, of others. You know, if, if, if love isn't active, it isn't working itself out. We see here in our very the very verses that we read, it says, love worketh no ill. But again, it's, like I said, it does work. Um, you know, faith without works is, we said it this morning, dead. And so love without works is dead. There's not, is love really there if there's no works? It's, you know, what, what, what is it? Well, it might just be some sentimentality. It might just be some kind of surface thing. It might, just, it might be described as natural, uh, but it's certainly not uh, supernatural. 
Uh, Owe no man anything except to love one another. Uh, So love is not just mere sentiment. You know, that's that's Valentine's Day, right? For most of the world, it's sentiment is all that it is. Love is not mere uh, sentiment. It's it's deeper than that. It's it's more than that. It spins itself. It's willing to spend and be spent. It may not receive anything back in return. When usually when you spend money, you get something for it, don't you? Yeah. But, I mean, as far as the object of our love, we may not receive anything in return. But that's not to say that we do not receive anything in the sight of God. That's not to say we do not receive anything, you know, from our Savior. Because for me to hear this in doing that, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into my kingdom with joy and gladness, willing to spend and be spent to hear those words, willing to spend and be spent to enter into that place and to be with, you know, my Lord forever. You know, that, that is more than I deserve, isn't it? Um, but I'm, it, it spins itself. For the sake of the gospel, it spins itself. It's not merely concerned with being mechanical. It's not merely, I love you, but there's nothing beyond that, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's not concerned with being mechanical or moral or ethically correct, uh, it's concerned with something beyond that, and that is to magnify God. That is to magnify the love of God. That is to glorify God in all that we do. Uh, so there's more there. You know, things are upside down in this world, aren't they? I mean, they would, they would take this that we would say unto them and speak unto them in love, which is the truth, and say, that's hateful. You know, you're raining on my parade. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're telling me that I can't do something that I think I ought to be able to do, something that brings me happiness and joy. No, this is going to bring you uh, eternal torment. You know, this is going to bring you judgment. Uh, and, and they will regard that as hateful, but we understand, we know that it is the most loving thing that we could do. Um, I saw on, um, this week in, in the news feed, there was a, uh, had a picture of a lady outside of the house, you know, pushing the doorbell. And, you know, now these doorbells, I know Brother JT and Brother Wiseman probably don't have one of these. You got one of these doorbells, Brother JT, you push on it, and you, there's a camera there, and, and uh, you can see who's at the door, and you could speak to them through the doorbell, you know. Um, so you know anything about that, Brother Wiseman? Ever heard that before? Yeah, uh, so that's, that's something that's, that exists. And so this person came up to the door and pushed the doorbell because the garage was on fire. Did you all see that? And it was, uh, I think it was a husband and wife. It wasn't nine kids, Brother Donnie, do you remember? I think it was, I think it was nine kids. Um, so what's my point? It's a neat story. No, my point is, you know, that there's, there's, there's somebody that the house is on fire. What's the loving thing to do? You know, tell them, hey, wake up, get out of the house. It's on fire. You're going to perish. And naturally speaking, that's what that lady was doing. Um, and it was a natural affection that she had, you know, for that family. But I'm talking about something beyond that, that even in the face of people saying that's hate speech, that you continue to proclaim the truth in love. That's what we're doing, right? I know we can say that and say that we're lovingly proclaiming the truth, but I'm also saying that we're proclaiming the truth in love. It is the thing that we owe unto man. We owe this love unto them to proclaim this. Men are consumed by this fallen world and not with their relationship with God. They aren't concerned about their relationship with God. We're, we're, they're out there outside of the boat. We're trying to, 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 to rescue them. We're trying to tell them, be reconciled to God. Um, and, and our hope is you know, that God would awaken them, you know, to their need, um, that they would see, like we were saying this morning, that they would get downwind of themselves, that they would smell themselves for what they are inside of God, and that they would repent and believe. So the world can go along and say, you're not being very loving. Why can't we just love one another and get along with one another? And you see the bumper stickers and and Brother Donnie and I have talked about them before. You know, it says coexist. You know, can't we just all coexist together? No. There's one truth. There's one way. There's not many. Uh, we, can't, we can't coexist. The loving thing for me to do is to tell you the truth. And if I don't tell you the truth, I'm not being loving, you know, unto you. So we can't just coexist. You know, that sort of thinking, uh, when you get 
men's thoughts that are divorced from God's word, same sort of thing you saw back in the, in the 60s. Love, 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 love. That's, that's the sort of thing that Brother Donnie, was, when he's praying earlier, that's talking about in our culture, it just doesn't make sense. It, it, it has no grounding, does it? Um, you know, we all just love one another. Uh, I was listening to a message this week, and, and there was a man that was asked to speak uh, at an event, and the preacher that was talking about it, he said the man didn't. It was a, an event where it should have been somebody up there preaching God's word, but the, the, the man, because of his station, you know, was given the opportunity to stand up there. And he said, I don't care about anything theological. He said, I just want to know one thing, how we can love one another. Well, if you don't have any grounding in God's word, then how do you know, you know, what it means to love one another? Um, you know, they're, they're starting with, you know, the, the second half of things. You know, we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, all of our strength. We have that grounding that I know how to love my neighbor. But all they're over here talking about is just what we can do for each other as neighbors and having no grounding in God's word. Um, yes. So, you know, professing themselves to be wise in that, right? Romans 1 says they became fools and change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man and birds and the four-footed beasts and creeping things. I mean, people actually worship birds, you know, and beasts. You know, we look at those things and we see, and I think Dad had talked about this this week, about the hymn that we sing that, that uh, something lives in every you that Christless eyes have never seen. You know, we see beyond, you know, those things. And I hear the bird um, you know, singing, and I think of the God who made that bird, and I think of the beauty that there is because of the God who is a God of beauty, and I think of the order that there is, and it's because there is a God that is a God of order, and I think of the love that there is. Think about the love that exists between us as brethren. Think about the love that exists between us as, as brothers and sisters in Christ, and not all of us have the same sort of background. Donnie and I find a lot of things I was thinking about one thing this week. We went and picked up that piano, and, and the whole time that we're going, and it, it, Donnie's talking to me, and he, does, he was doing the thing that Teresa gets on to me about doing. When he was talking to me, and he's driving, when he was talking to me, what was he doing? He was looking at me. And so I purposely did not look back at him. <laughs> I looked straight ahead down the road, um, but I do the same thing. It's hard to talk to somebody, you know, without looking at them, even though we're, I don't know how much the truck weigh, 10,000 pounds, 11,000 pounds, how much the trailer weigh, you know, I don't know, more than that. Uh, combined together, we were, we were rolling down the road with quite a bit of weight, <laughs> not to mention Andrew's weight, my weight, your weight, the piano's weight, um, you know, so, you know, it's just, it, not all of us have the same, you know, sort of, I mean, we grew up in the same place, we had a lot of the same experiences, you know, we didn't find that out until later. You know, but you think about that. We're not all like that. There are some differences between Donnie and I. He's got more hair than I do. It's curlier than mine is, thicker than mine is. You know, there are some differences. Uh, but I love him still, even though, you know, he has those things that I don't. He's got, you know, youth that, 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 that not a whole lot more than I have, but he has some. You know, so I, I, don't, I don't envy him for those things. Um, you know, and, and if he says something to me that he may not have meant to be offensive, but I thought, well, that was kind of abrasive, you know. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not make that, you know, a mountain out of a molehill. You know, I'm going to take that in the best way I possibly can. I'm not saying that he's done that. I don't want him to start thinking, what have I said to Russell lately? And he hasn't, um, you know, but, but um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, well, that's, that's not what he meant. He meant he, he's bound to meant this because I know that he's my brother and I know that he loves me. Um, and if he did say something abrasive to me, then it was because it needed to be said. Now, I'm not saying that we couldn't do that when it didn't need to be said. We could do that too. Uh, but there's a love that exists between us. Why? Why is it there? Why do we care? You know, why do we care about one another? I mean, some of us are family, but there's, you know, that many more, you know, there aren't. Uh, you know, why do we care? There's a natural affection within the family, but why do I care about you just like I care about them? Uh, why, why when you're sick, you know, do I want to pray for you? You know, and why, why would I want to call you and say, is there anything I can do for you? Um, you know, whenever, I mean, family, that's one thing. And Aunt Nita's probably thinking, well, you didn't call me once, you know, when I had COVID. 
yeah. So, and she could be, she could carry that, you know, and, and grudge that, and that could become this great big thing, you know, between us. Uh, or she could say, well, even though he hasn't called me, I know that he's been praying for me, and you'd be right. You'd be right. Uh, indeed, I was. Um, but that's one thing with family. But what about when Donnie gets, or JT gets, you know, or Carolyn gets? I don't think she's had it yet. You think you had it? I'm shocked. Because you take more vitamins than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I could say the same thing. <laughs> I could say the same thing. Um, but you understand what I'm saying. I mean, there's, there is a love. And, and what a joy it is to be with one another. You know? Um, you know, I, I, there's any of you. I mean, I, mean, I, I know I'm, here I am 53. Well, you know, Brother JT's older. Brother Wiseman's older. They, they, they don't look at me because I'm younger and say, well, you know, he's not going to have anything to add to the conversation. Um, I don't really have any need. I'm going to go talk to this person over here. You know, no. Um, we, we love one another, enjoy one another's fellowship and company. That's why we eat together every Sunday. You know, we enjoy that fellowship um, in that communion. And, and when we're not here, we miss being here. Yes, and you... You know, and, 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 and when we can come and we can't stay for this, we, we can miss that, you know, because we don't get the fellowship that we could have had because we spend plenty of time during the week with people that aren't so. We spend plenty of time during the week with the people that are not loving towards us. You know, they might have some natural affection, you know, towards us perhaps, you know, but not the kind of love that we're talking about that we know amongst one another here. Um, I mean, think about Judas. How empty was his kiss upon the Lord's cheek when he betrayed him? Um, you know, if we get something in the world, it's gonna, that's, that, it, that's it at its best. Um, you know, so I'm not saying there's not a natural affection. You know, we're talking about mothers back there and, 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 and babies and things, and there's that natural affection that's there. You know, but it's still, even at that, it's not this that we're talking about. It's not this. Uh, when this is present... There's something beyond that natural affection for that baby. It, 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 it's whenever, you know, Rebecca was in Teresa's womb, you know, I'm, I, I was already praying before that ever happened. You know, I, I was praying for Teresa before she ever came along, before the Lord ever revealed, you know, her unto me. And we knew that we were going to get married. But before the child ever, ever came in and saw the light of day, which I guess I shouldn't say that because you can kind of see light through the womb, can't you? Sorry, I don't have a womb, you know, so I don't think about it in all the aspects that I probably should. But anyway, to think about that's not a right statement. But before the baby was born, before I got to hold Rebecca, before I got to hold Andrew, before I got to hold Anna, before I got to hold Lydia, not that I care about y'all in any other order than that, that's the birth order, but I was praying for them. Why? Because God had put a love in my heart that was beyond natural affection. Um, so, it's not an empty kiss. Um, I don't know. You know, Brother Conrad was was uh, big on on that. You, you you may have seen me kiss somebody on the cheek, uh, another man. Uh, I probably wouldn't do that with one of you ladies. I wouldn't do that with one of you ladies. Uh, but I, you've probably seen me. I mean, maybe my aunt. I mean, that wouldn't be something that anybody would say. Oh, you know, but. Um, you know, you've probably seen, some of you have seen me kiss men upon the cheek here. Brother Conrad used to do that every time I would meet him. He would kiss me upon the cheek. It wasn't this thing where you kissed on both cheeks, you know, like you see in foreign countries. No, it was just, it was a, a kiss of affection. Um, this, is, this is a kiss of, of love that I have towards you, you know, as my brother in Christ. Don't worry, Donnie, I'm not planning on kissing you later. <laughs> you get kissed all the time? <laughs> Um, but um, that what I'm saying is that kiss from Brother Conrad was not an empty kiss. You know, it wasn't a kiss of betrayal. It wasn't a kiss of deceit. It wasn't a kiss of of you know if if I can show that level of affection you know towards you when I ask you later for a loan you know maybe you'll give it to me. Um, it's not that sort of thing. You know, um, 
But this is the context in which we're, we're trying to enter into and engage with what Paul's talking about here when he says that we are to love our neighbor, you know, as ourselves. Um, and if we can't rightly see God first, you know, in the love of your Lord, the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, we're not going to be able to see him, you know, in the second and loving our neighbor, you know, as our, ourselves. Um, you know, love for some people is just a word that could be replaced with selfishness. But that's not the love that God shed abroad in our hearts. It's a love that gives, and it gives, and it gives, and it gives. And it may not see any return upon that, you know, ever. But, you know, maybe uh, like the man I was telling you about this morning, maybe a year and a half from now, it does see, you know, that sort of return. There was, there was the Bible that was sent, and there was, you know, back then cassette tapes after cassette tape after cassette tape after cassette tape. And ultimately, you know, there was love returned. I mean, he could call the man a brother in Christ at that point, but... But um, we are called to show this sort of love, and we know what to expect when we show it. We, we, we may get hated for it. Um, you know, we may, we may be cursed, you know, for it. Um, but when you think about Matthew 5 and, and verse 45, it says that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise upon the evil and on the good and send the rain on the just and on the unjust. Uh, otherwise, if we love them who love us, what reward do we have? Do not even the publicans do the same. Uh, so it's not love on that level. It's love beyond that. Um, the kind of love that if, if, if Cohen has a desire, you know, to be a meteorologist, that I'm praying to that end, that the Lord would direct him, the Lord would provide opportunities for him, the Lord would help him, you know, in that endeavor, help him to know, you know, what, because I'm sure there's a lot of branches, you know, within that study that you could go in, the Lord would set him in the right place. Uh, what's that right place going to look like? It ought to be a place where only people that you work with are Christians, you know. That would be nice, you know, wouldn't it? That'd be great, you know, but it's, you know, the, the Lord's not, he's, he's given us to be a light to shine and, 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 and we're going to have to shine in a dark place, you know, um, uh, most of the time. You know, we, we might get to work with family and people that believe and that's, that's wonderful, but there's a whole lot of other people within the company I work for, you know, that do not believe. Um, and I had to warn Andrew when he went to work. I said, son, you're going you're gonna to see and hear a lot of things that are not things that we've taught you. And you're going to have to guard yourself against those things. Um, and you, you, not to speak the way or think the way that they think. Um, but God does them good, and yet they are unthankful like the ten lepers, and only one, you know, return to give God the glory. First um, Peter 2.20, For what glory is it if when you are buffeted for your faults, you take it patiently, but if when you do well, you suffer for it, you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. Well, we're going to find plenty of opportunities in showing this sort of love in the midst of ungodly people that we're going to suffer for it. Um, and we are called to take it patiently. That's not easy. That's not easy. Um, we need patience. We need patience to be able to take it patiently. Um, well, we, we, you, you, is patience something you ought to ask for? You know my position on that. And you know what other people have said before, you know, and you don't ask God for patience, he'll give it to you. Because tribulation work with patience. Well, I need patience. I need patience. And how's that going to come? It's going to come through going through some difficult things, some hard things, some things I'm going to have to love people in, in circumstances where they are not loving. They are not nice. They are mean and hateful, and, and they would rather spit on you uh, than to do anything else. So... Um, and, and, and really, we, we, we talk in those terms, and do, do we really know much about that? I mean, you think about other countries and what they endure. Uh, we don't know much in regards to uh, persecution as far as that's concerned. But it may be coming, and if it is, we better be ready. You know, ready ourselves with love to show unto those who persecute, you know, us. Uh, for hereunto, verse 21 goes on to say, First Peter 2.21, Hereunto were you called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. Remember, we've, 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 we've visited that passage of Scripture more than once as we've been in these, uh, in these last few chapters. 
who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but he committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. So what do we do whenever we find ourselves in that situation where people are, are hating and being hateful and cursing, you know, for the good and the love that we show unto them? We take it patiently. That was one thing we've already seen, right? What's the next thing? We commit ourselves unto the Lord. That's what it says here. He threatened not when he suffered, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. Lord, you see the situation. You see these circumstances. You see that I'm seeking to do the thing that you call me to do. I need, I need, I need patience. I need, I need not to grow weary in well-doing here. Uh, I want to, to, to strengthen you know, the, 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 the feeble hands and the weak knees. I want to be able to stand here and do the thing that you call me to do. And, but it's, 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 it's in the face of, of uh, difficulty. And um, I want you to be glorified you know, in, in this matter. So committing ourselves unto him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. For we were as sheep going astray, but now we've returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. He loved me when I didn't love him, didn't he? He loved you when you didn't love him. Christ died for the ungodly. I was carnally minded. I was in enmity with God. We talked about that. Yet he drew me unto himself. He showed love unto me, and he calls me to show love unto others. Romans twelve fourteen. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and, anybody? Curse not. Curse not. God gives and gives every day to his enemies. We're called to do the same. They take and take without regard to God's word. Doesn't matter. We're called to show the love that God's called us to show, you know, unto them. It's easy to get caught up in self. But when we do, we fail to show what we owe unto others. But it is very easy to get caught up in self, isn't it? I just don't feel like being that person today. When what we ought to be saying is, Lord, give me strength to be that that you call me to be today because I know what I'm walking into. I, I saw it yesterday, and, and there's going to be leftovers today. And some of us don't like leftovers. Um, some of us are thankful for leftovers. But ultimately, we have been entrusted with the remedy to God. To man's, God's given us the remedy to man's greatest problem. You know, Dad and I were talking yesterday, and, and we were talking about some health problems and, you know, Mom came up and, and uh, you know, having Parkinson's and all, and, and, uh, and Dad said something to the effect of one day she's going to be healed of that, you know. And it's not, not necessarily the doctors that are going to do it. The Lord may choose to do something like that. They may come out with a cure for, for tomorrow. I don't know. You know, they, you know, we have a cure for Parkinson's. You, you may not like the side effects, but, but uh, we got a cure. Um, but we know one day this is, this is all. We're all headed for a cure, sister. Uh, for whatever ails us, you know, we're all headed for a cure, Anna. Um, you know, we're all headed for a cure. Um, so, but we, we know what man's greatest problem is. It is his sin. It is his sin in the presence of a holy God. And, and he's got to stand before that God. And, and we have a message for that man. Um, and it's a message of reconciliation. And it's the loving thing to show it unto him. Uh, and it may be shown by them doing something to us and us showing love in return to them. It may not just be with a one-on-one, one-off encounter where we get the chance to share the gospel with somebody. You know, it may be the hateful person at work or the hateful person in our families. Um, you know, we all have, you know, some of those people. Uh, are we going to show the love that God has show, showed unto us and commanded us to show unto them? Are we going to show that, you know, unto them? If we do so, we fulfill the law that's been commanded of us. So when we love as we ought, you know, we'll not do, we'll not work ill towards our neighbor if we love as we ought. Uh, so Lord, help us, you know, to love in the manner in which he's called us to love, not just one another. This is the easier thing, right? No, I'm not standing up here preaching to you and people are, are throwing things at me. You know, that happens to some preachers. You know, in some places it's happened. I know uh, Whitfield, when he preached, they would, they, would, they would throw dead cats at him. 
Um, they would, he would be standing under the shade of a tree. They would get up in the tree, and they would urinate, you know, try to urinate on him. You can imagine, you know, some of those conditions. Um, you know, that's, that's not something that I'm enduring. You know, and here we are, you know, and we, it's like a safe space, as in, in a sense. You know, we're able to love one another and carry out this, this command that we've been given. This is, this is nice, uh, but we're called to go out there and, and, and show it in a place which is not so nice. Um, Lord, help us to be able to do that. Uh, this can get messed up in here too, can't it? Um, Lord, keep us from messing that up. Uh, you know, I mean, you've, you've given us this love and shed it abroad in our hearts. Help us to keep from messing that up um, and glorify you in all that we do. Well, any thoughts or comments, you know, on questions on these things? I might not be able to answer it, but JT might. Mm-hmm. The brethren, yep. sins, yeah. Yeah. So that's the truth of salvation. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's other there's other proofs that are given in that epistle, right? Uh that's 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 certainly one yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we keep his commandments. You know, is another proof that's given, you know, in there. And here's one of those commandments. Love. You know. Yeah. 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 It is a commandment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd have to we'd have to mess that up and change it, wouldn't we? That's what it says. <laughs> Come up with our own. Somebody said that when they're either somebody I was speaking to or somebody in their prayer was talking about coming up with our own. You you were saying that, weren't you, brother Donnie? Coming up with our own definitions for things. Yeah, I think you said something about that. Uh, mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, there is I was I was reading some things this week when when the Lord asked Peter, you know, do you love me? Um well the Lord was asking Peter this love that we've been talking about, do you love me? Right. And Peter was answering, you know, back like in a love that Lord, you know I have affection for you. And the Lord kept pressing him and pressing him and pressing him. Of course, there were three times that he denied the Lord, so there's three times the Lord asked him that. We understand that. But there's some discussion amongst the commentators about, you know, the answer that, that Peter gives, you know, whether or not that's agape love that Peter's talking about or Peter was talking about an affection that he had for the Lord. And, and the Lord's like, that's not what I'm asking you. You know, <laughs> I'm asking you, do you love me? You know, um, because right after that, what do we find happening, you know, that the Lord says to him, you know, when you were young, you went where you would, and when you're old, you're going to be bound and taken where you would not. And speaking of the death, you know, that, that, that Peter was going to die, uh, do you love me? Um, you know, fits in that category, doesn't it, when you start putting it in that context. Um, so, yeah. It's, it's a love that's, that's beyond us. It, 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 it is it isn't. As far as sinful man's concerned, this love that we're talking about is an alien love. Um, it's it's outside of us. Uh, it's come from above, um, and it's, it's been shed abroad, born within, uh, made to to grow and to be nurtured and and to be shown uh, unto those around us and to one another. Uh, absolutely. So, well, you were wrong. It's twelve thirty-nine. She was asking me earlier because she was trying to figure out the casserole and putting it in the oven. And she said, you finish about 12.30. I'm like, well, I may finish earlier today, but I, you know, it's 12.39 now. So um, you, you, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't really say. I can try, you know, to finish at 11 in the mornings. And, you know, but um, hmm? it's not bur- it didn't burn. Okay, it didn't burn. But, but I, want, I want to give 
you know, you, you, we're not having to go, you know, I remember what it was like, the First Baptist Church of Pasadena, you probably didn't go there, um, but, but um, you know, everybody was in a hurry, and there were hundreds of people, um, you know, get out there, and it's kind of like the, the, the stadium, you know, when you go to a baseball game, football game, you see people, like, they leave a little bit early, because they want to get out in the parking lot, and get out of the parking lot before all the traffic starts, so everybody's trying to get to Luby's or whatever, but we eat here, you know, so we're not having to go anywhere, so I try to give you the liberty, and when we sing, you know, I'd you want to call out five hymns, you know, six hymns? Well, let's, let's sing. Um, so uh, that, that's fine. And that may make this go a little bit, you know, longer if we do that. Um, but we don't have a song leader, and we don't have somebody prescribing the songs to us. Um, and some days y'all only sing two or three songs. That's, that's fine, too. Um, but but um, this is the Lord's day. You know, I'm not trying to wear you out. I don't want to do that. Um, you know, I don't want to preach to you so long that you can't sit there any longer. You know, I've already seen, you know, Donnie had to lean forward because I know his back's bothering him a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, I know I don't, I don't want to wear you out. Um, that's, that's not my job. <laughs> uh, you know, my, my job is to edify, encourage, build you up, um, you know, and, and, and rebuke you if necessary. You know, but, but uh, you know, I'm trying to, trying to be, you know, whatever I can be for you, but I don't want to. To uh, keep you and drag things out, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really about that. I don't, it may seem like that, I don't know, to somebody here. I don't, <laughs> I'm not saying that it does, but uh, um, just want the Lord to speak unto us, and I want the Lord to be glorified, you know, in the hymns that we sing, the songs that we sing. Um, I mean, were you moved at all when we sang, oh, the deep, deep love of Jesus? Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, the reason why I, I, she knew, or I told her one time, that was one of my favorite hymns. And so we see some of that switching off, you know, between the two of them. And let me just say, pray for them. I mean, let me ask, Lydia, Anna, can you see any difference in your playing today than the first time you got up there and played? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I do. Um, so, you know, we, we want to encourage you, you know, to continue. We, we like having a piano player. Uh, I'm so mean. I already mentioned it to Brother JT. When we leave, we take the piano player with us. He preaches for me, and there's nobody here to play, you know. Uh, but we enjoy. And if you can talk that lady back there into it, she does know how to play. You know. <laughs> when I first started preaching, yeah. When I first started preaching, she she played for me. Uh, <laughs> well, we were glad to have it. Uh, we were glad to have it. You know, there are professional mu- musicians that call themselves pickers. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, let's let's uh, let's stand and we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Um, hope that you're able to stay. Hope I didn't keep you in here so long that you can't stay. But uh, hope that you're able to stay and enjoy time of fellowship together encouraging one another um, you know who knows back there conversations that are had what what difference that makes in people's lives um, I, I do want to mention um, I, I failed to mention it last week when Jerry and Linda were with us but she had indicated that he was going to have some sort of a procedure um, I don't know if you know anything about it Brother JT mm-hmm. no but it seemed to be a heart you know sort of procedure um you know not not invasive to begin with anyway but uh, be in prayer for for them she made it a point to to tell me about it and i i had failed to mention it to everyone here so so be in prayer for for them that was the other thing yeah yeah that that was I, yeah i i gathered that and since covid happened that's changed everything I know and getting things done um I know getting Anna an appointment you know with with uh, anybody for her headaches you know it can take months uh to get in and see somebody um neurologist that's the person isn't it <laughs> that's the name of that doctor yeah how 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 is that have you gotten any relief brother okay but you're still having the 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 yeah 
And it's a little bit painful from what I gathered. Okay. Yeah. Not just a, a tingling um, sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> got to turn, turn during the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teresa probably hates it when I turn towards her and start snoring. It's one thing to snore away from her, but turn towards her and snore. It's probably another thing. Um, but yeah, well, um, we're glad that you're able to to be back. Um, yeah. Yeah, Rebecca made it through, you know that that as well. Um, you know that's that's you think about it, here she is, you know all the other kids are in the house, but she's eight hours away, and I'm thinking, what can I do? You know, um, yeah, you better call me every day. You know, Teresa's telling her, so we know you're, you know, everything's all right, because her phone's con- perpetually on silent, and to get a hold of her is is, uh, is hard. Um, but uh, but any any other. Uh, request you you'd mentioned somebody earlier um brother jt um that you were praying for bruce now that's that's the bruce that that met with y'all there okay yeah okay 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 well and i know that 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 bruce and and jerry and linda and and uh, joyce and, and, and it's could they drive two hours and come here? Sure, but I mean that's a long, long drive, a big commitment. Um, would we be glad to have them? Sure, but um, that's 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 hard, um, you know, to do. So that the Lord help them to find a place that 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 uh, Lord would use them in the midst of a body, you know, wherever that may be. So, uh, okay, you were going to say something, sister. Oh. Okay, and mom's been worried the whole time. No, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, there's potential in a Jeep. You, you get ambitious and decide you want to tackle something that. <laughs> you. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I didn't hear you the first time you said it, but I heard it the second time. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. Um, remember these, and I'm, there may be others that haven't been mentioned, uh, but just pray for one another. That's the loving thing to do, isn't it? Uh, all throughout the week. Uh, been praying for Sister Betty all week, and here she is. And it's not because, you know, she could have not been here, but we're glad that she is. We're glad the Lord allowed her to be back. So um, let's pray.